Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Never, ever talk hockey, uh, because what I know about hockey, you could put in a thimble, but that's why we have Bill Matson from time to time, and it actually was and is continuing to be a rather important week for the Flyers. Uh, yeah, it all started It all started Friday. Uh, I kicked it off personally at the Broad Street Hockey Draft Party at Smith's in Center City. How'd that go? It went really well. Oh, good. Uh, Keith good. Jones sat down with us for a little while. We had a, nice. We had a real good time. Joe Wechter showed up. John Marks broadcast live from there as well. It was uh, It was just a great party. And he had Keith Jones on. Yes, yes. He's the best. Yeah, he, he awesome. I, I could have. See, there we go. You're telling me, uh, yeah, how do you watch three parts or something? I can only imagine a. A, a hockey nut like you, just meeting Keith Jones around here had to be cool for you when that first started happening. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Ava loves Keith Jones but knows nothing about him as a hockey player. So I pulled up all his fights <laughs> on YouTube for Ava once. And Ava was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. Just running Dominic Hasek. Outstanding. She only knows him as a really funny guy. Yeah, yeah. Which is what he is. He's a really funny guy. But he can, he can absolutely tell a story. I could have asked him absolutely anything, and we would have had a twenty minute segment with him. <laughs> it, I did. I had to do so little. It was it was outstanding. Yeah, he didn't know he got drafted. He was like somebody called like my mom. I didn't even know the draft was that day. It, it was hilarious. Cool stuff. Uh, so, uh, but let's talk about the draft. The Flyers had the second overall pick. Uh, the Devils. It was kind of expected they would go with Nico Hesher. Uh He he shot up draft boards, but the players, the player the Flyers got it to Nolan Patrick has been uh, the consensus number one for basically two years now. Uh, it, he fell to two. The Flyers got the best player in the draft. Draft is moving along. All of a sudden, everyone's looking at their phones. Fly, there's no sound on the TV at the bar at this point. It's pick twenty seven. Flyers are back into the first round. They traded Braden Shen. For a first-round pick this year, a first-round pick next year, and a roster player, Yuri Laterra. It doesn't really he doesn't really factor into the trade, but they got him too. Uh, and they took a guy, Morgan Frost, and so they ended up with two first-round picks. And Fiery, now I'm going to say something that's probably wrong, but I don't think I am. But we'll see. You have kind of grown tired of Shen. I like Shen more than a lot of people, I but I think they got great value for him. I think he fit a role on this team. Did he ever turn into the player people thought he was going to turn into? No, no. no. That's when the, what I was that's, picking yeah, up from when the When the Flyers acquired him from the LA Kings, uh, it was thought that he was the best hockey player not currently in the NHL. And maybe he was at the time. He absolutely dominated in juniors. His World Junior Championship was amazing. But he just never became a star. The Flyers moved him to wing, and he scored a lot of goals the last two years, a lot on the power play, very few even strength points. And they got great value for a guy who is probably, they sold him at his highest point. They will probably never be able to get more than they did for him on draft day with the two first-round picks. Uh, it was, I think it was a really good trade. All right, now, this means nothing for this year? Well, uh, 
No, not re- yeah. The the player they they got at twenty seven, Morgan Frost is a. Uh, He's not a straight-to-the-NHL guy. Uh, I thought he had kind of a second-round grade, but apparently a couple teams thought more of him than a lot of scouts did. Uh, but it's more about clearing out his salary. He was getting over $5 bucks a season, and it, it became a question of what you're really paying for because most of his goals, like I said, came on the power play. And uh, They re-signed Jordan Wheel tonight. And he, uh, in, in, a, in small sample size, had like eight goals last year in 23 games. So it looks like he can kind of fill in there. Uh, Oscar Lindblom is coming over from Sweden. He was the best forward in the Swedish league last year at only 20 years old. So uh, it looks like they're going to be able to make up that production from Braden Shen with all those right, two but players. My question to you is, all these moves are not about the upcoming season? This year, no. If if you're looking to compete this year, Braden Sh- getting rid of Braden Shen for two draft picks uh, makes your team not as good. You just took 50 points out of the lineup. Uh, but you're clearing space for younger guys, and you're hoping that they uh, become as good or better than Braden Shen. It's just uh, it's where this team is right now. They aren't cup contenders. There's clearly a couple of teams who are Excellent in their division. You're not going to pass them anytime soon in the Penguins and Capitals. So it's just about getting this team set up uh, for where they're going to be when, you know, Nolan Patrick is the star of the team and Ivan Provorov is the star of the team and it's not Claude Giroux and Jake Voracek in a couple of years. So, but am I getting a trick from you that you liked what they did and you think they're going in the right direction? I do. Uh, there was I was nervous about uh, Jordan Wheel because it looked like for a little bit he was going to get away uh, into free agency. Uh, he visited a couple teams this week. Free agency starts Saturday. But he came back basically today and said, my best opportunity is here. My best offer is here. Flyers got him locked up to a two-year deal. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things. They're definitely going in the right direction. Hextall has dug them out of the hole that he inherited from Paul Holmgren. And now they're it's time to start turning the corner for them. All right, so you you like what's going on? Here. I do. I like the I like the direction of the franchise a lot right now, and I couldn't say that two years ago. Okay. Meanwhile, it sure appears like a goaltender at one point you were a little high on is not going to be a flyer next year. Yeah. Um, Steve Mason's agent basically today came out and said the door is closed on the Flyers. He won't be returning. It also came out that the Flyers are the front runners to land Brian Elliott, which is funny because in compare Brian Elliott is the Western conference version of Steve Mason. He's a guy who is a good, like a good goalie, maybe not a stopper number one goalie, but he definitely fits what this team is looking for. Flyers are going to lock him up for maybe two or three years. Uh, we were actually, ha- I was actually happy about this because when we had Keith Jones on, on, uh, on Friday during the draft party, we asked him who's a net for the Flyers night one. And he said, I think they really like Brian Elliott. So it looks like he's going to be coming over. Uh, You're not overly enthralled though. It doesn't sound it. Steve Mason, I believe was the best goalie on the market. Uh, but he just, he and the organization have had, they just are at odds in terms of what they think he is. Steve Mason wants to, wants to be the number one goalie and the Flyers have committed to a tandem. They don't believe Mason can start 65 games and they want to go with a one, one, a kind of situation as they have the last couple years with Mason and Neuvert. There you go. My weekly five minutes of hockey talk. 
courtesy of one Mr. Bill Matz. LeVar Ball. <laughs> Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs> 